You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining in and being so loyal. We are back again with another episode of SOB Style of Business. And as always, I have another special guest, uh, Miyoku Taylor, who is an entrepreneur and personal development coach. He's joining us today this evening to discuss his business, give us some good tips and resources. And as always, go into the entrepreneurial journey and lifestyle. Miyoku, hello, how are you? Welcome aboard. I am excellent. Keecher, how are you doing? I am doing well, doing well. Thanks so much for asking. So how's your day going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Not too bad. They actually said we're going to have snow up here in Jersey tomorrow. So this weather gets stranger and stranger by the day. I can imagine. Yeah, snow in Jersey and uh, we have rain and the nasty, sticky humidity here in Texas, uh, in Houston. So you know how that is. Well, maybe you don't, but I would definitely trade that in for the snow. Yeah, keep that down there. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. All right, perfect. So let's go ahead and give the audience a brief introduction. Uh, you know, I myself personally have done a good bit of research on your history and background, and I know you have a lot of good things going, and I just wanted to share this with my viewers and audience and let them know who Miyoku Taylor is. So I'll hand it over to you. Okay. All right. It all started. No, I'm not going to start that way. Um, but just a little bit about me to make a long story short. I'll kind of explain how I've been led up to this journey up until this point. So I've always helped people. I've always been the person that most people came to for advice and for different situations. I've always been that way. So I wanted to do something where I could actually help and engage with people. So it landed me a, a career in the financial services industry, which was pretty cool. Um, I did it for quite some time and I helped a lot of people, but it still wasn't, I still was missing something. It wasn't something that I completely, you know, felt a sense of fulfillment uh, all the way around. So I got in some situations where I really started to neglect who I was, you know, spiritually, mentally, physically. And I started working at a job that I absolutely hated. It took a toll on me stress-wise. I make a long story short, I ended up being 70 pounds overweight. I was in a relationship that totaled seven years. It was a relationship that I never should have been in. But either of us, we didn't end the relationship because we were too dependent on that you know, false sense of security or comfort zone that we had. So we stayed in the relationship knowing we weren't good for each other. So one day I just looked at myself in the mirror and I didn't even recognize who I was. So I said, either I can do one of two things. I can continue to go down this road, which is just leading me to poor health. Um, you know, I was just neglecting the person that who I really was, or I could take the scariest decision that I've ever taken in my life and just turn my back on everything and really do the things that I really love to do. And believe me, it was one of the scariest decisions that I've ever made. But what happened is once I did that, and I, I want to let the listeners know, you know, not everybody is going to be in agreement with the decisions that you make. Sometimes your family's not. Sometimes your loved ones aren't. Sometimes your environment isn't. But it's not for them to be in agreement and be supportive. If you have that, awesome. If not, you have to still make 
the choice to make the decision to change for and do what's best for your life. And I did that. And what I found is I started to see a little bit of progress. And after making this decision, you know, after the sweaty palms, the heart palpitations and all that other stuff that goes on when you when you have fear. And I started to see progress. And I said, wait a second. I said, let me try something else. Let me get out of my comfort zone a little bit. So I kind of was tiptoeing. It's like having a door. I was kind of cracking the door open a little bit. And then nothing happened, cracked it open a little bit more and nothing happened. So nothing bad happened. All these negative limiting beliefs that I had, none of this stuff was happening, but I was progressing. So that's when I really thought like, you know what, maybe if I really get out of my comfort zone, these things will, you know, things will truly happen for me and I'll find out who I really am because you can be on your journey in life and really lose sight of who you really are. And when you really look within yourself and do the things that you truly love to do and you're passionate about, you'll really start to discover who you really are. And that's what happened to me. So I started, I was still, you know, giving people advice here and there. And I've had a life coaching certification for some time and I had never utilized it at that point professionally. And I said, you know what, this is what I really want to do. There's no, there's very few feelings that I get than working with somebody and helping them develop, helping them find a passion, you know, nurturing them and seeing them really, really prosper and tap into that hidden potential that they have. So I said, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do it. And to make a long story short, the moment that I made that decision I mean, amazing things just started happening. I mean, things that I, I plan five years from now, Keitra, five years from now happened within two months. So when I started to see that, I'm like, okay, I am onto something. So what in the world am I doing? What am I doing different than what I used to do? And how can I teach somebody else this? I always think from that perspective. How can I use my experiences to help somebody else? And I have a, a saying, and it, my, the saying is, when your passion and your purpose is in alignment with your talents, all three of those things are in alignment, something amazing has to happen. It just does. It just does because you are operating, you are operating to a degree of doing what you love, feeling that your purpose to do it, and your talents match up. So you have everything working, you know, in your favor and great things just happen. And that's what happened to me. I mean, things are still happening right now, you know, at this moment that I'm absolutely amazed by. Things that are coming together. And this, so it, it sounds like you are actually at a point, would you say that you were maybe stuck between the rock and the hard place where you're trying to figure something out and you, you, you've you come to a point where you have no other options. I know you mentioned you were overweight. You had a job that you hated. Like, so I guess the light bulb went off, so to speak. Well, you know what? It's, it's amazing because I really think there is nothing like hitting rock bottom to give you clarity because you have nowhere else to run. You have nowhere else to turn. You know, you have to really have a strong level of self-awareness. You're forced to at that point. So you say, whether it's naturally, whether it's spiritually, you ask yourself, what in the world am I doing? How did I even get here? Who am I? Who is this person that I've created because the person is not me? Sometimes we create a version of ourselves that's not ourselves. It's what other people may think, what we may have read in a business book or heard some other motivational speaker or business person you know, talk about. And it's not really who we are. So that particular rock bottom situation brought out of me what was always there, but it just made things very clear to me. You know, it can get no worse than it is right now. So why don't you just take a chance? Why don't you get out of your comfort zone? 
because you've really seen how bad it can get. So why not try to go in the opposite direction? And that's what I did. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, it's, it's definitely something that works for a lot of people. Once they take that first couple of steps and they see, okay, hey, well, you know, I'm still alive another day or, you know, hey, nobody laughed or this and that. Like people would be surprised to see how many people are not paying attention. You know what I'm saying? We, we're all focused on. You said it perfectly. And I just did a video on this. Why do we care so much about what other people think? Why? I have no idea. But yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, it's, it's definitely, that's one of the, I guess, a fear factor, you know. So I am so glad that I came across your profile and ran into you because I definitely feel like the information that you're you're sharing, not only with us today on the podcast, but then also some of the different clients that you've worked with is more more needed. Like it's it's needed now more than ever. And it's um I, I don't know. I mean, it, I think it's perfect. Which brings me to this this question that I've been wanting to ask. You were kind of put in. I don't want to say put in this position because it just sounds like you you know kind of ball and chain. But this was a calling. Like this was something for you to do. You know, you you served this purpose. You enjoyed your line of work. But out of the different develop because I know like development, personal development is one of those things that goes in phases. Like it doesn't just happen and you just order this and you order that. But when you're working with a client, like what do you enjoy most about helping them, you know, find their way? Like what is what give me a highlight. I love the process. Everything. The process from Miyoko, I don't know what I'm doing at all. I don't even know what I have a passion for. That particular client, it's like tapping into their potential from the very beginning. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy all of my clients, but the person that says, you know what, I'm ready for a change. I have no idea what I want to do. And then we get into what makes them happy. What What is important to them? What are they passionate about? And when you, we go through this exercise and then I ask a very important question and I say, how many of these things are you doing right now? And almost every time I ask somebody that it's usually nothing or one. And I asked them again with another question, why aren't you doing it? And nobody can really give me a straight answer. And the reality is, is life happens. We get so caught up in our, our everyday routine and every day, every hustle and bustle of life that we really forget to do the things that are important to us and the things that really matter. And that's what we get caught up in lost in. Yeah, but we're comfortable. You know, we're, we're comfortable and, and everything feels like it's on track. You know, why should we? The, I think a lot of people think about you want the the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, but nobody, well, I don't want to say nobody, but a lot of people, it's not that they don't want to take the journey, but a lot of people don't have the resources or they don't know, you know, like they don't know the steps, you know, hey, how do I go from A to C or from D to, to you know, N or something like that. So, you know, it could, of course you have the emotional where a lot of people, oh, well, you know, I don't feel like it or this and that, but then also it's just not even having the resources to begin. You know, I think resources are very important, but I think the biggest reason that people don't act is fear. I will always go back to fear because you can actually take a step and take action and then develop as you go along. I always tell people, don't keep getting ready to get ready because a lot of people do that. A lot of people will give excuses or reasons to why or a lack of resources and things of that nature. But the reality of it is, is they're procrastinating because they're either scared to make a mistake, they have a fear of failure, or they have a fear of success. And they don't really how to they don't really understand on how to control that particular fear. So it paralyzes them and they end up doing nothing. And that's the one of the biggest problems of why people are still stuck in the same situations. And one thing that makes me different from a lot of other motivational people, personal development people, 
I'm 100% reality. I still go through my own issues. You know, there there's times where I still have negative the negative voices in my head trying to get me to go opposite to where I should be going, but I have enough experience with fear how it works, how those thought processes work to go against the grain and to continue to do that. You will never get rid of those thoughts. You will never get rid of fear. Fear will always be there. It's what you allow fear to do for you. Fear can be a motivator or fear can be a destroyer. It can be a hinderer. It can be an obstacle. It all depends on how you look at it. If you notice, fear has some of the same similar qualities. Fear, getting out of your comfort zone, knowing that it's going to be something that's going to change your life for the better, you still have sweaty palms. You still have headaches. Your heart beats fast. You start sweating. Fear that something bad is going to happen and that fear is really, that fear is legit. It's something that you should be scared of. It has the same type of feeling. So that lets me know you're going to feel the same type of things with whatever fear you feel. It's identifying that fear, where it's coming from, and the decisions you need to make next. That's the important thing. Because it all feels the same. Yeah, definitely. And and so do, do you think, do you feel that, I mean, obviously those factors play a, a large part in the self-sabotage phenomenon. You know what I mean? Like when oh, yeah. people, yeah. So uh, yeah, you, you I definitely agree with you there. And I know that we were talking about, well, before we, we started recording the, the podcast, but I know I mentioned some stuff on the failure to launch. You know, when people are looking to start a business or to, to you know, go on a new career path, that same fear is one of the things that kind of comes in and, and cuts a lot of people off. Like, what do you, what type of uh, tips or strategies do you suggest for individuals that are having that, you know, having that fear to kind of hold them back? I know you said, hey, we'll just get started and this and that, but a lot of people will still say, oh, well, the resources, you're saying that it's, you know, what, what type of process could you offer? I think people that fail to launch, if we're going to use that term, fail to launch, I think one of the biggest reasons too is not that they don't just get started because you have to balance that out. You have to know what you're doing at the same time. You have to have some level of knowledge of what you're doing. So having a vision or a mission is very, very important. And one of the first things I tell a client or, or tell people that come to me when it's in reference to entrepreneurship is what is your story? What message are you trying to bring to other people? What is your mission? Do you feel this is a purpose? So what is it? So they'll start telling me about their background, how they grew up. And I'll say, what are some significant things that have happened in your life? Good and bad. So after I hear those and I say, here's your story right here. I can give you five to 10 different ways you can help somebody based on the story that you told me. We all have a story. We all have a message that we can give to someone else to be of value. So once you understand that, let's say you have no idea what you're doing in the business world. If your mission resonates with somebody, you will gain progress. I don't care what you're doing. It is all about your story. It is all about your vision and it's all about your message. That's what I mean by just getting started because once you have that, you can get started because people are going to resonate and engage with you. You know, even in my particular business right now in the personal development realm, there are levels that I'm reaching that haven't been reached yet. So now it's just like as this train keeps going along and going along, there are some adjustments that even I have to make because sometimes you're prepared for some things. There are other things you're not prepared for. Some things are just going to happen and you got to go with the flow. That's business. That's just life. But you can have a certain level of preparation and that preparation is knowing your vision or your mission. Excellent. Yeah, that's, that's, Perfect, perfect advice. And tell us a little bit about when you began your entrepreneurial journey, 
What are some of the challenges or obstacles you face? Like when, once you put in perspective, okay, I am going to pursue personal development or even when you begin to write your books and things like that, like what are some of the obstacles that kind of came across? Oh, entrepreneurship is lonely. I don't care what anybody says out there in their books. It's a very, you, other entrepreneurs understand other entrepreneurs. That's just the way that it is. You know, we work late, we, we're up late, we're innovators, we're thinkers. We're always thinking of our vision and of things on how we can add service to what we're doing, whether it's my profession or another business profession. And I think one of the things that people don't realize is that with entrepreneurship, you're going to have a level of people that do not support you. And just face it, accept it. Those that are listening, just accept the fact that your loved ones may not be on board with what you're trying to do. Not because they're mean, they're out to get you. The thing is, they just don't understand. So as a defense mechanism and as a protector, they're saying, oh, don't do that. That's too risky. How are you going to accomplish this? How are you going to accomplish that? But you have to remember, and I went through the same thing with my parents. They love me to death. They're fine now. But when I first started, but you have to understand that this is your vision. It's nobody else's. So you can't look to anybody else to believe in your vision. You have to believe in it. You are the driving force. You get other people to believe in your vision and your mission. They'll come along. People will come around eventually, but you have to believe more so than anybody else. It is your vision. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and normally they come around after, you know, after you've achieved a certain level of, of success or when they can start seeing. Absolutely. And that's just the nature of some people too. You'll have some people that say, uh, you know what? I'm behind you 100%. I don't know what in the world you're doing, but hey, Whatever you need from me, if I can be of any assistance, that's fine. But it's your it's your vision. This is something that you have to do for yourself. Nobody's going to create this for you. Excellent. Perfect. Yeah. And I know that you do a lot of, uh, I mean, even when you're, aside from the coaching, you do a lot of uh, inspirational and motivational posts on your social media outlets, which brings me to my next question. So as you continue to build your brand, how do you use social media to to leverage uh, like your connections, your potential partnerships and prospective clients? Well, social media is just another voice for me. You know, the reality of it is, is everybody is online. Everybody's on the internet, whether they're getting off work at five o'clock or on the other side of the world, they're just waking up in the morning. People are checking posts. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, they're very big social media outlets. So it's a very, very effective way of getting a message out there. Even if it's just a couple of sentences, even if, it's a, even if it's a quote or two, you know, we all want to be inspired. We all want to be motivated. The problem is, is after the motivation and the inspiration dies down, what's the process? What's the implementation? And I, I have a lot of respect for a lot of motivational, a lot of personal development people, but that was one of the biggest things on my journey that I saw lacking was, okay, I'm inspired. I'm motivated. Then I go back home to my house with my same situations, the same things that I deal with. So tell me how to get to this point of motivation that you're trying to inspire me with. So what are the steps? What are the implementations? And that's what really got me to the book, Find Your Amazing, Five Steps to Transforming Your Life. I wanted to create something that can show you yeah, and inspire you. It'll motivate you. But at the same time, I don't know what my passion is. So how do I find it? Okay, I'm going to show you how. I'm going to give you a step to how to find your passion. Going to give you some action steps. What's the vision? I don't see, touch, taste, and smell this vision that you're talking about. I'm going to show you how to develop that. So with these five steps, that's what I did. I wanted to, I didn't care about how many pages the book was. I wanted to give sound, 
step-by-step action steps that you can take to accomplish all the things that I'm talking about. And this is just based on my own experience, you know, so I can say it works. And not only that, I am still utilizing some of the things in that book to this day and probably will to the day I leave here. Exactly. I mean, and that's a crucial point is having not only the, the information and the resources, but that we actually take action you know, to make sure that we can accomplish our goals. And speaking of your book, Finding You're Amazing, I know you're, I'll let you give some details on it. I know you're working on another upcoming book project, but I ran across Habitude and I'm going to grab that. But tell us a little bit about your free ebook that you offer. Uh, I've seen some good reviews about it. Well, Habitude is basically, <laughs> people laugh at the name. Habitude is just like attitude. It's a state of, it's a state of being. Like your habitude is, how are your habits? It's your overall look of your habits, basically. Just a cool name, a way to describe habits. So a lot of personal development, a lot of motivational things that you see out there always talk about developing good habits versus getting rid of the bad habits. Problem is, is nobody breaks down the dynamics of a habit. So that's what Habitude does. Habitude focuses on the three core principles to developing a habit, your triggers, your behaviors, and your rewards. Most people don't even know what a trigger is. Trigger is something that can bring spring forth that particular habit process. Like, for example, you used to get beat up when you were a kid. Let's use this for example. You used to get beat up when you, when you were a kid. So for children, you may have something against children that are younger. And anything that reminds you of bullying may set you off or may, look at, may have you look at that person in a negative way. So as you grow older and as you develop, you have your own kids. And let's say they're outside in the park and they're playing with another child. Kids, you know, kids hit each other. They do things. They're kids. And you see somebody do that to your child and you just automatically snap and it goes into a retaliation mode. That was a trigger. So that was an example of a trigger that you had based on your upbringing when you were in school. So that's what a trigger is. You have to determine what sets off that habit process, what gets that process started. And The thing about habits is we can develop habits without even knowing. You will always develop a habit. All a habit is, is a routine. So we have to do our best to develop good habits instead of some of these bad habits. But what the book does is to say some of our habits, we've had 5, 10, 15 years. So what are the triggers? So once you get to what the triggers are, then you can actually start to work on that particular habit and and change it and replace that trigger with something else. And then you have the behavior. The behavior was... You know, the person I was talking about getting her child away from the other child, that was the behavior. It sprung forth that behavior from that trigger. The reward is now the child is safe and away from the so-called bully. So it's trigger, behavior, reward. That is how habits work. That's how they function. No more, no less. So that's what that book really talks about. And it kind of gets into it. And in the Find Your Amazing book, we cover that a little bit too. And both of those are available on your website, correct? The Habitude book is available on the website. The launch for Find Your Amazing will be officially April 7th. Okay. I know I'm going to get an, an advanced copy. And you sure will. <laughs> question, question mark. <laughs> you so sure perfect. Will. Okay. April 7th, guys, you heard it. All right. Well, this has been excellent. This has been uh, perfect. And I am certainly going to uh, be waiting for the Find Your Amazing publication, in addition to checking out Habitude. So before we leave, any additional words of advice or tips you'd like to leave us with? If you're in business, whatever you're going to do, and this is to all my entrepreneurs, make sure you always stay true to who you are. Stay, be authentic. Don't try to be like these other motivational speakers, personal development people, these entrepreneurs that you see. Take the knowledge that they have, digest it, and use it. That's the good stuff. 
The problem that we have and we make the biggest mistake is when we try to compare their success with ours. Never, ever, ever, ever do that. Your success, your journey is going to be different. Take the tools that they have, utilize them, and fit them to who you are and fit them to your own framework. And you will be successful and you will be fulfilled in your own way. That is the best advice I can give an entrepreneur right now. The best advice, some awesome advice, terrific, fantastic advice. So I appreciate that. And, and let us know, do you have any, uh, any upcoming events? Um, I know we have the book coming out April 7th. Where else can we find you online? So just go ahead and list your website, social media handles, and all that good stuff. Find me online at www.miyokotaylor.com. And that's M as in Mary, E-I-Y-O-K-O, taylor.com. You can also find me on social media on Twitter, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Miyoko Taylor, just like my name, first name, last name. And that's about it. I look forward to um, engaging with the listeners and keep a lookout for the book launching April the 7th. Um, I appreciate your feedback and I'm, I'm just excited. I really think it's going to help a lot of people. Glad to be on the show. Excellent. Sounds good. Absolutely. And thank you so much for taking the time. So we look forward to getting the book and checking it out and having you back on here soon. Sounds good, Keetra. Uh, it was a pleasure. You too. Take care. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.